What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Singlish Podcast. So today is going to be just a little bit different. Um, remember I said in the pilot episode that I will have some of my friends on here. And um, this is the first of many <laughs> friends that you will see and hear on this podcast. So I'm going to allow him to introduce himself and then we'll kind of you know, do some housekeeping as far as like how we met and stuff. And then we'll just jump right into today's topic. So go ahead. Listen, I'm honored that I get the friend title. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. I'm just teasing you. You know, I got to give you a little bit of trouble, but yeah. what's up people? It's, um, it's your boy, Chris, Chris Milley from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. Yes. Caribbean people live in Colorado. We're here. <laughs> Trust me. Been here 25 years and I don't think... I can go anywhere anytime soon, right? You know, so, but I make the best of it. But yeah, thank you for having me on your platform, young lady. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you. getting these things uh, off your chest. Yes. <laughs> I We've had many a conversation, for... so yeah. Yep. Get it off your chest, girl. Yep, and I appreciate you for agreeing to do this with me. Um, I know it takes a lot to agree to be on a podcast, so I definitely uh, appreciate you for not only pushing me to do it, but also to agree uh, to be on here. So as Chris said, he's in Denver. Um, I was just as shocked to find out that Caribbean people do live in Denver. I was going to say something else, but I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I was like, you <laughs> But um, I was shocked. But I actually met Chris at Rum Punch. He came and played here. Big shout out to Drega and Rockers Unlimited. Um, they came and, you know, Chris came and played. And, you know, everybody knows I love Soka. So that's how Chris got my heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, those so, videos are great. I got to I gotta look at those videos again. They were great. We're not going to talk about those videos. Because we're not going to talk. You're right. We're not going to talk about it. The music was so, just hitting your soul. That's it, as it always does. So enough of that housekeeping. So today's topic is going to be about red flags. This is something that a lot of people are not talking about. Um, they're quick to say, hey, red flags, red flags, red flags, but nobody's saying anything about it. So I was like, I got to talk to Chris about this because I feel like, you know, as a male, you know what it's like to see red flags in a woman and vice versa. So that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you um, about it. But reason number three, why your girl is in this singlish phase. Tell us. <laughs> the red flags are just super red. Like now in this point, the red flags are really red. And I, I just... <laughs> you you don't realize it as you go through like past relationships when you're like younger and stuff but it's like now once you reach a certain age threshold it's like bro these red flags are like really really red red and you always learn it late after the relationship is over and done with which is a bummer but you know I say better late than never but yeah reason number three red flags are red the color is red red I'm going to touch on what you just said just now. I know, you know, we have some things lined up for this episode, right? Right. But you said something. You said the flags are red, red. You said we don't really know until the relationship's done. No, some of us get the gut instinct that, yo, it, this is not normal behavior. Right. 
but we ignore our gut, right? You know what I mean? Right. So, so we know ahead. You know, we we know ahead of time. We just want it to work so badly sometimes. So yes. So that's what that's that's all I wanted to point out. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, the male perspective. I don't think a lot of males are allowed to and are brave enough to give the male perspective of some of these topics. It's always one-sided, but we're not here to bash anybody. You know, we're just here to enlighten and educate. You know what I mean? We're no experts. We're just talking off of our experiences. Exactly. And as I said in the pilot episode, this is literally just all of my experiences and, you know, fortunately, I have people like Chris who have also experienced these things as well. So it's all coming from a place of experience, not necessarily pointing fingers at the other person. So just want to definitely continue to put that disclaimer out as we continue on. Um, but yeah, to your to your piggyback comment, um, you're right. Not only do we realize it after the fact, but, you know, we always have that gut feeling, like you said, Um that always says to us, like, listen, this is a red flag, but you just want to ignore it because... It's tunnel vision with this person. So aside from the tunnel vision, it's like, all right, let me just sweep that red flag underneath the rug and then keep moving and all of that. But aside from that, so we have a list of red flags that we discussed. I know I asked you earlier to give me a list and I had to break down your list. And I feel like (laughs) I feel like the list would have been much longer had I had you really like sit and put some time to it but we're just gonna like highlight just a few of them um and then I'm gonna also give some of my red flags as well um but one of the first ones that you said to me was hardly having any friends is a red flag so one of my uh other guy friends said that to me as well as far as like making sure that they have their own friends that's like one of the main things that they look for when they're dating somebody or when they're talking to somebody is making sure that they have friends but why you say having hardly having any friends is a male is a, a red flag? It starts to make me um ponder some things like, okay, do you have a problem getting along with people? Hmm. No, I'm not saying you have to have a bunch of friends, you know. I think as humans in life, we need people to go through this with, right? Meaning Absolutely. People, not it not have to be a significant other, just people like friends, co-workers. Sometimes your co-workers become your best friends, right? Absolutely. Because you're running for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, right? Or sometimes more. Mm-hmm. So that being said, if if you don't have anybody you can talk to, then I, it's starting to make me wonder, like, are you okay? Me not not okay, not okay, like something's wrong with your mind. Like, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Like, how are you going through this without having friends? Who do you talk to? Are you bottling oh, like everything mentally, in? Mentally, like, you know, yeah. as far as like, okay, I got you. Are it's you like bottling everything in? Right, yeah. Okay. So I I believe, you know, when you meet a girl and, or maybe in your case, a guy, you know, um, and you don't have friends, you start to wonder, like, do you, are you not able to get along with people? I see you in these social settings, but how come you don't have friends out of these social settings, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're a person is not, um, I don't want to use the term loner, but you know, some people just don't like being around people, so they know how to be by themselves. And that introvert versus work. extrovert. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So, but if I know, you know, you you tell me you're in these social settings and I'm like, yo, you must have some friends out of this. One person you can consider a friend at least. I'm not saying friends that you got to go 
in the our Caribbean saying, burn up road with, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, touch road. <laughs> yeah, man, touch road. You're always out of road with them. No, not not like that, but right. you know what I mean? But yeah. I got you. I got you. So um, I, I get that because, you know, I am the type of person where I'm a healthy balance between introvert and extrovert. Um, but I do have a set of core friends that I do talk to. I posted them the other day. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I try to take pride in the fact that I have a core community of friends and I try to at least do things with them. It may not be as often as we would like because we all have lives, of course. Right. Um, but definitely, I understand what you mean. And you almost had me rolling when you said, are you OK? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but that's a valid question, though. It's like, are you truly OK? Because how are you venting? Are you seeking right. therapy if you're not talking to your friends? Like what measures are you taking to kind of decompress from life lifing? So I definitely get that. Um, so another thing on the list um, that you gave me, and I also put this in here too, as one of mine is relationship with family. Now I am a very oriented person, very family oriented. And if I see that you and your family don't have a good relationship, then yeah, nah, that's, that's a big red flag for me. Yeah. Cause you know, before we go into this, it's like, okay, never mind. We'll leave. We'll, we'll scratch that last one and we'll go into this. So for me also, I grew up, not necessarily my immediate family, meaning me and my parents and my brother. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say we have a big family, but the extended family, right? You have mm-hmm. six aunts and uncles on one side, six aunts and uncles on the other side. You know, it's like 13 set of grandkids on this side. Yeah. And then 13 set or 14 set of grandkids on the other side, right? So it's yeah. like, but what I enjoyed on um, the other side of the family was, you know, everybody got along. Christmas time. Everybody is over there, you know, aunt, uncle, everybody. So, like, my, they got along with my mom. My mom got along with my dad's um, siblings, you know. So, mm-hmm. I knew that. So, if I, I I want to be able to go spend Christmas at my significant other's family, you know what I mean? And vice right. versa. I want them to come to mine, too. So, if you're not good with your family, I'm like, damn, I don't get to experience the, thing I really, the things I want to experience from your side. Because I know you'll get that from my side. But, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. And I mean, I guess that, you know, and, and I kind of I kind of agree with that sentiment, too. It's like, you know, yeah, you're around your family all the time. Not saying that you don't like your family, but you just want to experience different things with other people, especially if they're from a different culture than you, you know, because oh, yeah. coming from a Caribbean background, you know, there's things that we do that might be considered over the top to the next person, but that's just our normal. Um, you know, and, and then, like I said, if you're dating someone or talking to someone who is not of that background, you know, inviting them into that family culture is something that you would want to experience and then vice versa. So, um, go ahead. I know you. And then based on what you just said to also is like when you invite them into that space, right? Again, the, the, the topic we all know is they don't get along with family. So if they don't get along with their family, how are they going to gel with your family? That's right. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? You know, what What let them kick off with their family members that, you know what I mean? I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Family's not perfect. We're going to, especially if it's a big family, right? You're going to have right. some MF in there that you don't get along with and you're just not going to deal with. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's, 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 how, that's how the world works, right? Or that's how life is. So, but I want to know like, yo, what's over here that's causing this rift that's not repairable, that's irreparable? And then you come into my world, like, are you going to bring the same energy? And then mm. you're the odd man out because I'm not going to like 
be like, yo, you know what I mean? If you look like an ass to my family and you did some ass shit to my family, then, you know what I mean? It's like, right, yeah. I'm not going to really have to, I'm not going to cut my family off because, no, your mother, that, no, if, especially if you did it. <laughs> if somebody over there did it, then I'll address it over here, right? But if you bring the fuckery over here, right, right, then, right. yeah. So before I go into the part two on the family conversation, um, <laughs> right, you mentioned, yeah. when you mentioned about the energy part, um, I'm also a person that's very big on vibes and energy and just overall, you know, I could tell your spirit quick. Um, so definitely I, I agree with you when, it, when you say about the whole negative energy and that being a transferable energy, because sometimes when people bring that negative energy, it's sometimes very hard to shake off depending on who that person is. Right. And it's like, okay, do I really want that in my space? Do I really want that around my family? Um, especially if that's not the same vein that we, you know, operate on as far as negative negativity and that energy being displayed. Especially, like I said, when we're getting around together, having a good, good time, wanting to laugh and joke and stuff like that. So energy exactly. is a really, really big thing um, that I think a lot of people are also not paying attention to as well. Um you know, so that'll technically be another red flag, you know, your energy, like what are you centered or are you as close to centered as possible? Like you said, everybody's not perfect. No family is perfect or whatever, but are you as close to centered as possible? And if you're not as close to centered as possible, what are you doing to take those steps to get to that point? Um, so definitely wanted to just touch on that very quickly. Um, so the part two to the family conversation. And that's the flip side of the do not get along with the family is the ones that are super close to their family and allow their family <laughs> and allow their family to influence their decisions on who they decide to date and who they decide to, you know, move forward with in any capacity. I think that's a big red flag. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm I'm pondering what you just said, right? So my mind went to with the last part, my mind kind of went to like, okay, what are what if these people are the elders in the family and they have experience and they see certain things that you're not seeing? Okay, and they don't well, prove, right? That's, that's a that's different the caveat. That's the, that's the positive side to it, and that's the caveat to it. But I'm but some talking people about are stuck in that where like, no, you can't tell me not to date this man. This man's so good to me. And they're like, this man gonna kill your ass. Like we see. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from that part, I mean, of course, we want to respect the elders. Shout out to the elders in our family. But aside from that, um, you know, like I said, the like, okay, so let me just give you an example of what I mean, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you you feeling a girl that you you talk to a girl, you feeling her, you know, and then Mom Dukes, you know, is not giving her she's not really given much time to say let me get to know this girl but mom right. dukes out the gate is saying negative things and then forcing her son to say all right no you don't you know don't date this girl try to give them an ultimatum because some people do that some family members do that you know they they from the gate is just and sometimes from the gate is sometimes right you know let me let me also say that but there's sometimes where it's that judge a book by its cover thing and they try to force their influence on the person. So that's what I mean when I say influence and decisions from a negative standpoint, not from
from the elder standpoint. From from that standpoint. Got you. Okay, cool. Um, Well, again, we have a thing called intuition, right? So if your Mm -hmm. intuition is telling you that, yo, this person that you're involved with, things going good, and then your mother or father or cousin, auntie, grandma come and give you the negative energy from out the gate without getting to know this person, you have to be a strong individual and stay strong to your foundational values to, you know what I mean, to combat that, right? And then mm-hmm. I try to tell people, um, just friends, you know, just in everyday conversation, I wasn't always this, um, I don't want to say woke. I never got to this point until late in life, right, where I understand some things and some things started yeah. to make sense, right? And knowing you're starting to realize and knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If, I don't, you don't have to lash out on that person who's giving you negative energy. You can stand your ground, and be firm and talk to them with a level of respect where they're going to have to come to your level and understand where you're coming from. At, right. at one point in time, they're going to they're gonna buckle, right? Right. So, yeah, if, if you get to the point of where you're fed up in that situation, you can put your foot down in a diplomatic way and tell them, listen, I hear what you're saying, and it's not really sitting well with me, but this mm-hmm. is the person I chose to, to involve myself with. It's either... You're going to accept it or you don't accept it, but I'm going to be around. I'm going to come to your house. What if this thing goes to marriage and we have right. children? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring the kids to come see grandma or grandpa. Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Dislike yeah. the kids because you dislike the daddy or the mommy? I fuck her that. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But... <laughs> I got you. But right? I mean, I, but I was saying, I was saying, I mean, I understand what you're saying as far as like making sure that you're headstrong and standing your ground in those types of situations. But what about the people who are not so headstrong and, that, you know, whatever mom say, go. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. And that's, woo. that's a one. That's something I can't really touch on because, well, I was once there in life. Right. But I right. didn't have the negative perspective. I had the other experience of like they seeing shit coming a mile away and they're like, Chris, you don't see this happening. I'm like, no, no I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> And then right. the shit finally plastered you. But the other end of it, I couldn't really talk on that part. That part, ooh, I wish him luck. God go with you. Yeah, God go with you for real. Because like I'm saying, it has it. They have people like that, and not necessarily saying that we are those type of people. But at the same right. time, you know, some people have experienced those things where they're talking to somebody, and you know. One day they're good, next day they say, okay, we can't be together. You ask them why, and it's like, they My don't want to give you the reason, cool. but it's right. It's family that might have said something in the background. Um, you know, and again, they're not as strong. They're not standing ten toes down on how they feel, but because they're trying to people please, especially their family, is where all of those decisions and influences start coming. So I just wanted to touch on that because I know, like I said, there are some people who are out there who are like that. And some people who have experienced that, thankfully, that's not my story, but, or that's not a part of my story, but you know, it has been for some people. So that's something that I did want to touch on as a red flag. Now, for those people, I would hope that they have good friends they can talk to before they make a rash decision like that. Fair. That's all I can say. Somebody that they trust to talk to because... Yo, that's a lot of pressure. Now that you think about yeah. it, you know, it's a lot of pressure, especially if you, mm-hmm. you check for a person, but you also really love your family and that's what's coming at you. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure, like you said, if they're weak. I just hope that they have somebody they can talk to the, to, to weigh it out first before they like wake up one more and say, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that <laughs> definitely agree with that because... <laughs> 
having a sense of, you know, standing 10 toes down, that takes practice. That's not something that happens like overnight. So definitely I agree with you as far as, you know, wishing that person the best of luck and making sure that they have that uh, type of response to be able to say, all right, look, I love you, but no. Um, You know, when that started to shift for me, what you said about being able to stand 10 toes down is when... Mm -hmm. I started to see like a life coach and got mm-hmm. the rear from the, get the affirmations and get tools to help me that way. And then reading books, you know what I mean? Like the, the secret, no, not the secret. Um, the four agreements, right. Four that agreements, was a book yeah. that she pushed to re- for me to read. Now I'm reading the power of now, which is talking about staying in present moment and not worrying about what shoulda, coulda, woulda type thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. accepting what's happening in this moment. Like me talking to you right now and something fly through the window and hit me. I can't really, I can't really, I know that's a little off, you know, out there, but I can't really get yeah. mad at why that happened. You just got to just take the lick and keep it moving. Or like, for instance, getting laid off from a job. Right. You know, right. some people freak out and like, oh my God, I can't. You're just in that moment. Everything happened for a reason. But anyways, back to the topic at hand. But yes, yeah, that's where so, those shit start happening. The books and the people that decided to coach me. So one thing that you mentioned, I'm glad you actually touched on this and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to go into a little bit of it, um, before we go into the next bigger red flag, if you will. Um, but that's when it also started to shift for me as well. And I'm going to talk about that, um, in more detail on a later episode, um, healing in private, glowing in public. I'm just going to drop that topic now, but I'm definitely going to talk about that in a later episode, but that's when it also started to shift for me as well too. that mindset. Um, because definitely, um, reading books helps like people don't realize how much it helps. And I wish that people would stop really getting into technology more and try to like get into books more, especially books that are going to help you grow as an individual, um, which is probably part of the reason why I even wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Let me be honest with you. Um, so I'll definitely touch. Um, and that's where the meat of my story really starts. So definitely stay tuned for that episode. Um, but the bigger red flag that I wanted to address um, that you put on here on your list was masculine and feminine energy. Knowing the difference between the two and all of that. (laughs) So I'm just going to say this right now. Okay. Before we have this conversation. Should I brace myself? No, no, no. You don't have to to (laughs) brace yourself. You're like, we're going to have it now. I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. No, I don't have to brace yourself. (laughs) But what I will say is um, when I looked up the Google definition, you know, they say you can't trust Google for everything. But when I looked up the Google definition of what masculine, the difference between masculine and feminine energy, I kind of had to like pause for a second because I'm like, okay, some of this stuff could be positive, but I could see why some of it might be negative. Um, So some of the masculine energy traits that they they talk about in women and again we'll we'll discuss the feminine side after but one of the masculine traits that they said was you know um confidence assertiveness independency and daring they're very logical and analytical and she's the boss 
I like I said, I kind of had to pause for a second because I'm just like, how is that really considered masculine energy? But I want you to give me your definition of masculine energy, and then we'll we'll see if Google is actually right in regards to that. So, masculine energy and women, go. All right. Before I get there, I know the people can't see us; they're listing, but we're seeing each other right now, right? Right. Uh-huh. You saw when you listed off that list and how my reaction was. Yes, absolutely. All right. Some of those things. Um, assertiveness, if you're assertive, you're assertive. Like, like I don't think that's masculine. It's all you use the assertion, right? I, right. I, so that's why when you said that, I was like, what? That's they, what Google said. Google, Google considers that a masculine trait in a woman. Yeah, I screenshot that bad boy and like drop it. I swear. That's what they said. I literally Googled masculine energy traits in women and that is what came up. Wow. I kid you not. I kid you not. So that's why I said when I saw the list, I was kind of taken aback because I'm just like, okay, you know, is it really considered masculine energy? Like, is it really, really masculine energy? Like, is that even a fair assessment to say that that's masculine energy? Yeah, like assertive. um, Assertive. I just look it up, right? Just to make sure I was thinking what I was thinking. Right. Being assertive means you're forcefully pushing yourself on someone. So, again, it's how you use the assertive. <laughs> again, it's how it's used, right? <laughs> right. No, all right. So, case in point, since we're talking about that, I'm going through a bit of something like that with a person. Like, they are very, like, showing that, yo, I like you. But I'm like, bruh, I'm, like, I'm not on that right now. You so, wait, I mean? but- this person is different from your story, correct? Yeah, oh yeah, this is okay, recent, okay. like new, like new. Okay. All right, you didn't tell me about that, but okay, go ahead. No, because because <laughs> <laughs> damn it, but but it's not the reason I didn't say anything is because it's not like it's gonna be a thing. Remember the last situation that was gonna be a thing? Yeah, you knew yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah right, right. Right, right. So this right. is just that that's her direction to me, and I'm just like, guys, girl, I'm not even like I'm gonna have to have a conversation with her. But so her so so in that specific case, she's being assertive, right? But but her assertion is a little bit overbearing, if you will. Um, it's not overbearing. It's just that she know she's like pushing, 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 and we will never get there. So I'm gonna oh, have to. Mercy. But we never talked about it. It's just like uh, you know. So I'm just like, you. damn. I'm like, I'm gonna have the conversation though because, listen, when when you see this recap video from the, the last party, you're gonna see the girl in the video. And it's like, Ross Cloud. Like, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that. But like I said, Google Google has essentially failed me in this case. But, um, you know, the feminine. I'm going to give you. Yeah, the feminine energy. Now, okay, so before I tap into the feminine energy, what was your thoughts about the red flag as far as the masculine energy being found in women? All right. This is for me and from my experience. Like, if you want to buck up on me in a in a disagreement, I'm like, yo, I'm not even thinking about going that far with this disagreement. But you like coming at me like you're a man, like you're squaring up about to like your shoulders become broad and you see the butt, your, your chest start to raise like you're a UFC fighter. Like, no, I can't deal with that. Like, no, 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 no. So you no, mean no, masculine no. energy in like the physical sense, like... Well, what? that it will okay. So the agree the, the the disagreement, the words are now becoming a physical display. Does that make, does, yeah, that so makes yeah, sense. you you you, you we're arguing, 
And it's not a back and forth. It's like a you trying to cower me at that point in time. I'm like, yo, what's really going on here? Like, are we going to have this disagreement and like have a, a dialogue? Or are you just going to try and like, oh, I'm going to belittle Chris and overpower him? That's the masculine energy for me. Like, yo, you're Got like, you. okay. you'd like, yeah, like, why you wanna why you wanna yell at me? Like, why you wanna yell over what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So they're trying to put more bass in their voice than you got gosh. and trying to be <laughs> I, mean, I don't I know mean, if they're getting bass, but they 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 loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's what I mean by like, you know, getting loud and just trying to like, you know, be over the top in, in a disagreement. You know, of course, you have some women who are like that, you know. Right. So or we can go to this point now. Um, we're out and somebody pisses you off and your reaction is, I'm going to beat your ass. What the hell? I don't expect no woman to tell the next woman to beat your ass. Like, no, you bumped me. Like, yo, you know, that wasn't cool. You know, next time say, excuse me. That's it. Cool. I can deal with that. But you're like, I'm going to beat your ass because you, what? I've and, been act- and actually get physical with the person. Or threaten them and the body language changes. Like, God. I've been out with female friends, acquaintances, girlfriends, and they have that. So no, at one point in time, I started to question myself, like, Chris, what the hell is really wrong with you? Why do you like these type of girls? <laughs> <laughs> you you want a soft girl, but you have these girls that are ready to go fight in a grocery store or you're out at the club and a girl look at you the wrong way. She's ready to go, like, people are going to look at people, goddammit. Like, right. stop, stop the fuckery. Like, no, I'm not going to be in a club, especially if I'm DJing. I don't want my woman to be, like, starting no crap because then I got to stop playing music to go part some crap. Yeah, so that type of masculine energy, like the the way how you want to talk to me in a disagreement, because mm-hmm. they're not masculine all the time. It's when they get to that point. Gotcha. You know I mean, so, I never so see my mother get masculine with my father in a disagreement. So it's like that's like foreign to me. So, so you're saying like you know when certain buttons are being pushed and the reaction to those buttons being pushed is the masculine energy that you're referring to. Yeah, that's what I've experienced it. Not like a oh. You come off like a man from get go. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So I mean, okay, good. So thank thanks for that clarification. Aside from like I said, what Google told me, the ghetto. Um, but you know, again, that that is something that I wanted you to clarify, especially from a male perspective, because you know, I mean, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm always playing devil's advocate, but you know, there are some women who have no choice but to, you know, knuck if you buck every time, which is fine. And they have to now... Give me a scenario what would make you want to be that way. Not you, but those women to be in that way. You, you brought the devil's advocate thing. Come on. No, no, I mean... Let's okay, go. so like, I mean... So I'm, I'm a firm believer in like learned behavior, right? So like you said, you never saw your mom, you know get like that with your dad and vice versa. Right. Right. But there are some people who grow up in households where that's all they know. So at this point, if that's all they know, then they have, I mean, everything is a choice, obviously. Let me just say that. But for some people, it's harder to break those types of cycles. Um, Especially, like I said, if it's learned behavior. So like I said, there's some women who, like I said, are naturally going to be knuck if you buck. Obviously, we're not saying that's okay, but we also want to point out that there are going to be people who are going to be like that. So, you know. A good word for that is survival. They are, they're always in go. survival mode. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So that's what I mean by when I say that. But to the flip side <laughs> of that, right. um, the feminine energy, and I just want to make sure that we touch on that because. Definitely. There's some people who may not know exactly what feminine energy would even look like or where to even begin 
to understand what feminine energy looks like. Um, so feminine energy, of course, being nurturing, empathetic, creative, compassionate, accepting, those types of things. Um, go ahead. Kind should have been on that list. Kind. Well, that was just that, that was just the tip of the iceberg. There were so many uh, things that could be considered as feminine energy. I like but... a kind woman. I like a kind, soft woman. All right. So if anybody's listening that's single and they hear oh, Chris Ross. say. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Yes, Lord. Sorry, yes. sorry. I had to. I had to just drop that in there. Yeah, but, you're, uh, good. you're good. You're but, uh, okay, but, I'll be back. I'll be back in May for daybreak and and, and rump on. So yeah, here he goes. Put the oh, disclaimer out if you want. All oh, right. Have mercy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, aside from that red flag masculine energy, like I said, I just wanted to make sure that we understood what the feminine energy is and supposed to look like. You know to actively try to combat the masculine energy if it's something that you do have. Now, I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I just had to ask just really quickly as we're talking. Have you ever seen any red flags within yourself, though? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I was going to touch on that's what That's what I wanted to touch on when you did your intro and start. we started conversing. Yeah. We, one would have to identify what their red flags are. And I, you know what? Shout out to the last one. Shout out to her because I had a, that 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 made me realize me as a person what things that I was doing that made me shift and also try to make the relationship work. So yes, red flags in yourself. If you again, like I say, once you start to understand yourself, you know what your your thing is and you work on it. Kudos to you for being honest about that. Cause you know, sometimes some people don't even get that honest and they'll be like, Oh, who me? I'm going to red flags or who me? What's that? You know? So definitely shout out to you uh, for, for being honest as, as far as that go. And you know, like, like you said, for me too, um, I'm always doing a self-evaluation. I'm, I'm the heart. I am so hard on myself. Yes, you are. And okay. I didn't ask you to agree just now, <laughs> but you know, I'm always pushing you not to be, so I'm going to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you, but I'm so hard on myself. And that is something that I am trying to unlearn. Um, but yes, read that I, book then read I, that book unlearn. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I, I am so hard on myself and I'm always no, I'm always noticing little things. It may not necessarily be a red flag, but I'm always trying to find ways to self-improve, um, whether it's in just personal life or just relationship wise, uh, definitely that is something that I look, so I just had to, I just said, let me ask you, you know, if you do notice it. Cause like I said, some people, they in denial and they don't any know. Man, any man that say he has no red flags is a fool. Okay. I, I can't, I'm talking from the male perspective. I'm not, I can't give the woman, I could say that about the women also, but a man who would, if you ask that to a man and him sit down and him tell you fuckery, like him not really, he, he process what that is. So yeah, he's a fool. Okay. I got you. So yeah. my question to my listeners, have you noticed any of these red flags that we talked about? What are some red flags that you yourself have seen that we may not have touched? I know the list is probably extensive and the list will definitely, um, you know, vary from person to person. So, you know, definitely if you've seen any red flags that we have not touched, please feel free to share them with me. Um, and if you guys, sh you know, quick, quick, uh, 
quick uh, stop. Um, if you guys want a part two to the red flags, definitely let me know because that'll be something that we definitely could talk about again. But again, let's move on. Um, so as I as I promise you every time, I'm going to story drop. So here is our segment of story time. Story time. So I have a couple of situations. I always have a couple of situations. And my friends say they live from my stories. God help me. But um, I have one particular situation that I um, saw as a red flag. So I was dating someone and I met this person through, I want to say Instagram. I want to say Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Instagram. And, um, you know, again, conversation was cool. We bonded on a lot of different things, especially things that, you know, some men would probably, you know, those who like those kind of things, you know, like sports and all of that. So we kind of bonded on those things. And um, we were having conversation and um, he mentioned wanting to have children. So I said, okay, I'm not against that you know, uh, topic. However, if I can help it, I would like to have children with the person that I'm married to. That is just something that I personally want. Now, again, life happens and things happen. And sometimes it may not go as the way we would expect it to go. But as I told him, I said, if I can help it, I would like to have children with my husband. So this particular person, um, pretty much, try to um, just put a ring on my finger without even like really being for real or being dead ass. So he wanted and, to have the kids then. That's why he put the ring on the finger. Exactly. So he wanted to. <laughs> so, so in order for me to agree to have the children with him, he said, okay, I'm going to give you this promise ring. And then we're just going to go from there. And I was like, sir, no, like we're only a couple months into this relationship. And I mean, of course, when, when you, you know, you know, <laughs> fuck that, just, joking. just fuck that. But, um, we were only a couple months into the relationship and, you know, when you're a certain age, there are certain conversations that you're going to have in a relationship, which of course we can't run from that kind of stuff. But, you know, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you this promise ring. And then we're just going to, I'm, I'm going to hope that you're going to want to pretty much, you know, be in a relationship with me and have kids, have my kids after the fact. Um, fast forward, fast forward years later, fast forward years later. And I'm going to also the promise ring, don't it? No, 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 no. It's not that fast forward months, years later. Um, he was like, I don't even know why I didn't just nut you and have your kids. So I just said, I'm sorry. So, you know, again, that's just a big, 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 big red flag for me. Like, don't try to coerce me into, you know, have doing something that you want to do. I understand that you want to fast. I understand that that's where you are and that's what you want to do with your life. But at the time I wasn't even, I hadn't even, I was still in my twenties and I'm like, look, I'm not ready for kids right this second. Number one, number two, I want to at least live out my twenties and, and actually have like a decent time you know, enjoying that. Like, I don't want to be somebody mama this early. Like, it's just, no. So that was a big, big red flag for me, you know, trying to impregnate me. And let, this is where it gets worse. He said he wanted to have this child by his birthday, which 
we had met, we had met maybe, basically I would have had to have gotten pregnant right as we met in order to meet that deadline of having the baby by his birthday. Oh, what, what kind What kind of madman are you meeting, my girl? <laughs> Yo. So, so that's what I that's what I said by that's what I said in the beginning. Some of y'all are gonna be looking at me like Kelsey, what the f is going on with you? Like what is what what the fuck? So most people haven't heard the story before. That's why your reaction is what it is right now. <laughs> yes. <I'm> just, <laughs> listen, this is like, what makes it better. Yo, I like, can't wait what to the, hear the feedback on this what one. What the hell? But yeah, that's what makes it worse. So I would have had to literally spread my legs. And hope bust it wide open. Bust it wide open. Bust it, baby. What what is your name? Bust it, baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would have had to have done that literally as we met to make sure that I've met this deadline. Yes, Lord. Of having his child by his birthday. Yes, Father God. I I was just like, um, yeah, nah. (laughs) So listen, so so listen now. You see where you see. You know, I'm gonna have to chime in here on this one. We're gonna give the people them something to really listen to because we're gonna have this dialogue back and forth, right? You see what? (laughs) So you see where you meet this crazy man? Instagram. Nobody, don't bother with the DM conversation with no more Negroes, okay? No, no, no. Let me let me stop you right there. Because mm. there are some people who have actually met the loves of their lives through DM. Now, and that's one in a few million. That's okay, fine. Cool. That's one in a few. But, you know, I don't want to discourage those who have slid in the DMs and, have, and are actually getting positive feedback to the yeah. sliding in the DMs. Yeah, fine. That's fine with them. I'm just talking about... <laughs> Your scenario here, yo. <laughs> like I said, I can. You laugh. should do a poll on Instagram about this. How many um guys slide in women's DMs, and it's crazy talk, and see what the poll looks like for real, you and do what? it for I'm the guys as well. I'm yeah, because I'm curious to see those people who are having success in the DMs, how much shit they go through first <laughs> to get to the successful part. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But like I said, I can laugh about this shit now. But when I was going through it, it was not funny to say the least. But I don't think any woman would have been funny, find that funny if they were going through that. Listen. So, uh, yeah, so that was my big red flag. Like, okay, I would have to get pregnant like ASAP. So, yeah, nah, we weren't doing that. So that was my experience as far as with experiencing red flags. So what about you? I know you said that you had a story. Yeah, so, I have a few. Or just you know, which one I want. Just to give, give me the hot. Give show. me the hot topic. Give me the hot topic. The hot, ooh, hot. Ooh, I don't give know. me the hot one. Give me the hot one. Yo, listen, <laughs> we're still a process here, thing, you know, because that. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. I promise you, it's a lot to take in. There's it's some real mad. There's some real mad man out there, Rody. Does this man know how much child support costs? Like, yo. Yeah, you, you gotta think yes, about that. Because what? No, what, actually, yes, he what, does. So, he, Actually, so he's because he, he got kids. So, right. So he's a slave to the system. Then he might play a child support. Um, what not, what is going not, on in this man's mind? What what is going on in this man's mind to think that okay, I'm gonna breed Kelsey, and it's gonna work forever? And you just met the girl, bruh? Really? No, hey. man. I have to meet this man. I have to meet this man and talk to him <laughs> to see where where his mental capacity is. Cause I ain't gonna meet no girl and say, yo, we should be having some babies right now. Ras clot. No, 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 no. It's a lot to take in. No. But yeah, I need she, your I need could, your hot topic story. She could yeah, yeah, she could have some good pum pum, but no, not now gonna work. Now I'm gonna tell her, yo, we need if you have some weak. baby right now, you're mad. Um weak. I'm I told you was gonna go crazy on this podcast. I'm, I'm just joking. Anyway, so no. Story. 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 
All right. Be good, so I don't know if it's gonna be good, but this one always like really, really this two, this one made me do awesome, not crazy stuff. It just made me do some things to like satisfy my curiosity. Mm-hmm. So you know, I met this young lady, jump from kind of like I jump from one relationship to the next, mm-hmm. and then something pop off, and then it never got away. It's supposed to go, but I still ended up in that situation and I still ended up buying a ring and proposing to this girl. I was like, all right, cool. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna make it work. But anyways, before all of that, met the girl, we dated, things got become official. And at the time I was child free, childless. Um, and I was young. I was probably like early twenties, early to mid twenties, maybe. Um, she had a child at the time. And even to this day, I'm seeing some things that make me be like, damn boy, how you miss all these things. Right. So this individual would always talk about their papa, you know, Southern term for them grandfather. I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. papa, yeah, papa, this your papa, that. So I'm like, all right, yo, you know, yeah, you know, it's not my real, you know, it's not my real papa, but, you know, he's been there for me. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm like, yo, you know, more I meet this man and rah, 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 you keep talking about this man, we need something really you know, serious, me talk to your auntie on the phone. I know your father. We we'll go to your father's house and hang out and, you know. So anyways, Papa comes to town. She's like, yo, Papa going to bring my car from wherever she's from to here. And I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe we can link up for some dinner or whatever. And, you know, well, the evening when Papa come and the car come, I can't get a hold of this person. What you mean? Like no call, no show? I'm calling, like, yo, babe, well, go on, come back. Yo, we're not doing the dinner thing, Papa in town. We're not linking up. No call, no response. I found that strange. But then I hear about the next day. Yo, you know, we good. You know, my daughter wants to spend some time with Papa. We just kind of just never bother really pay attention to the phone. Listen now. If if you tell me ahead of time that was going to happen, cool. I would never catch on to the rake. But anyways, I go play a softball game. And she came to the softball game with her cousin and her daughter. And her cousin at the time was a child. He was probably like 10, 11 maybe. So I said, yo, the game done. We're going to eat some food. You know, I'm taking them to go eat or whatever. Um, Before they went home because they live on the other side of town. So I was like, yo. So I was like, yo, so-and-so, how was your time with, you know, grandpa? That's not her grandpa. That's her friend. My mom told me that's her friend. I said, what? I said, what? And look, she had on her face when her cousin said that. I was like, yo, what really are going on? Nah, not, so anyways, not trying to mask the grandpa as a friend that she trying to... I'm going to explain oh. how that all... I'm going to explain how the papa is the friend, though. I'm going to explain that. Nah, that's wild. I'm gonna, so anyways, you know, I, I'm pissed. <laughs> I finished eating my food. I didn't curse her out. I didn't even yell at her. Good she just saw the look at my face. That's... Boy, them time that I would have done that, but my brain just told me like, yo, at Shut early twenties, that's wild, man. But it's just in that moment, my brain was like, you know what? Does it really make sense to even flip the lid on this? Right. So I just said her, jump in my car. Um, at the time I was into cars, so I had a decent car, souped up car. I raced out to the parking lot, and there's a bar that we always go to. Or fr- my friend's dad owned the bar, so we always go hang out at the bar. So I raced down to the bar, parked the car. Everybody's like, where have you been? We've been waiting for you from the softball game. And I say, yo, 
you know, you saw my girl there, so I had to go hang out with her for a little bit, come link up with you guys. They're like, oh, we're under depression. You weren't going to come. I was like, well, technically, I wasn't going to come, but I'm here now. So she's calling me, calls me. Yo, I'm so sorry. I didn't explain myself. And she's crying at this point in time, right? I was like, you know what? We'll talk to you later. I'm going to hang up. About an hour ago by, I get another phone call. I just talked to my dad about the situation. My dad said, I need to come clean and tell you what's going on. Because mm-hmm. my dad realizes that I really like you. And my dad likes you. And I'm like, oh, you, you talked to your father. Her father did tell me he talked to her about the situation. Mm-hmm. Come to find out. Anyways, we talk about it. It's good. Papa is a father figure to her because her dad wasn't there. Right? Oh, okay. Well, it gets, it, gets, it gets interesting now. And Papa has been groomed her since she was like a middle schooler maybe because he coached a basketball team. Did you say groom? Groom. When we mean groom, he didn't do nothing to her at that age. But he was grooming her until she become of age. Does that make sense now? So as in trying to teach her values and principles until she came <laughs> of age is what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, if you want to call it values. She, no, he was just there as a father figure. I'm I just call asking it, because yeah. the grooming word nowadays is not what that is. So I'm just me, trying to okay. clarify. No, you're, you, know what me, you know what I'm talking about. But not grooming like he's like, yo, you know, he's not pushing himself on her and grooming her that way. But I call it grooming because I put two and two together. He was her basketball coach from middle school all the way through high school. Right? So he basically watched this girl go through puberty is what you're saying. And him look out for her. He like provide okay. things for her and all type of things, right? Okay. But I, I go to friggin' Arkansas, where she's from, country. I go down there because she need the car to carry the car back. See, the same car the man bring, she end up have to take it back because her dad said to her, give back the man his car. Oh I will goodness. get you a car. Give back the man. So we drive in this car from Colorado to where she's from. And I gave it away earlier, but I'm going to keep running with it. So anyways, so we get there. We get there, right? It's Thanksgiving. We get there. Mm-hmm. No papa. We don't hear nothing about papa. I'm like, cool. So then we get there that evening. The next morning, it's Thanksgiving morning. Her mother's getting some food ready and thing. And I get up and say good morning and I help her on the house. And I'd gone in the shower now to get ready for the day because we have to go to a few houses for Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Me come out of the blood clot shower. No <laughs> girl to be found. Gone. What? what? Gone. Somebody said, wait, you couldn't just tell me that you got to go do something or whatever. That's what I'm thinking, right? I call uh-huh. my cousin. I'm like, you know, say, this girl is gone. I don't know where she's gone, but I think I know where she's gone. He's like, let's scope it out, man. Let's, 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 let's watch the ride. I was like, all right, cool. So now she comes back with her brother. And I hear all I hear her mom is, you know that your man, Chris, is very upset that you went to go link up with Papa, right? With oh the man. Oh my gosh. Lies. Yeah, so why you gotta move? So why you gotta move so secretively if this man is just a father figure, right? Right, exactly. So, so anyways, I was like, so I got mad. I jump in the car again, the same damn car <laughs> that the souped up car. I am bellowing through these people's neighborhood at high rates of speed because I'm mad. And it's a loud ass car, souped up. And then I found a car wash and I go wash the car because we've been driving all night, right? Wash the car off to cook, blow off some steam and come back. And the mother's like, yeah, all right, man, yeah, I'm cool, whatever. We go to her aunt, her grandmother's house, we go to her aunt's house, have Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Cousins come over, we chat shit, laugh, have a good time, drink some rum, whatever, right? We're going back to the house and say, yo, you know, I'm here. I really want to meet Papa. Uh, you know, this is why I'm on this trip. Awesome. Boy, I want to meet Papa. I need to know awesome. what's going on with this Papa guy, right? No Anyways, let me speed up the story I know for sake of time. No papa, we getting ready to leave town. Guess whose car I see on Papa's trailer truck? 
her car is like, there's Papa. Pull up the handbrake to go chase this man down. She's begging me not to chase this man down. And I'm like, you know what? I was going to chase him down. Do not. I just want to meet the man. I just want to see who Papa is. <laughs> <laughs> I was on some some um Matlock, you know, some like detective stuff now, right? So, anyways, I turn the car around. We leave. We're talking. It's a long drive. So we finally get to a place and um spend night in hotel and then get the road. And I was joking with her when I went to Philip. I was like, we feel like you juke off Papa, you know. I feel like you and Papa are drunk. <laughs> Not to juke off. I yeah, you juke off Papa. She's like, yeah, you know, it was re-, and her her response was, yeah, and it was really good. I can't, I, man, it was so good. So mm-hmm. she's trying to run a joke now, right? So I'm pumping the gas, and I'm like, you trying to be funny, but this shit, you fucking serious. You serious <laughs> at the same time. So we finally get back here. We get back home. And a few days pass, and she's like, I need to tell you something. Yes, me and oh. Papa had a, a relationship, and, and, um, and you know, and it wasn't until I became like 18, 19, I went off to college, and it happened. And so I said, How long is this going for? She's like, For like a year. And then the funny thing is, her kid used to call him daddy. So I'm like, Yo, you what know what? Mm-mm. Like, mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. All right. So, 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 no so I was like, in that story. No yeah, man. Flag. So that, that's the craziness. So that's when I was like, Yo. Mm, I gotta you look talking about you talking about that you can't get over my story. I'm t- talking, listening to your story. I'm like, no nah, man. No, the man, the man telling say, "Well, I'm radio," so that's crazy. That man already, mm. that's crazy. It don't even matter. The fact is that this girl was literally telling you this her papa, and she over here really on the side. You, you know, she call him daddy for real. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's what I'm and saying. That, and then we end up getting engaged after that, actually. Cause I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm committed anyway." So you I'm the committed. so you the madman then? So you the mad yeah? Man. I, in that at that stage in life, yeah, man, of course. Now that I look back on that, yeah. And then she was moving to Arkansas because she hate moving back to yep Arkansas, yep. And I was like, "I'm gonna move." My family <laughs> left. I'm gonna move. I'm in love. I'm gonna work this shit out. I'm moving. And the signs were every time I thought about moving, I would pull I'd pull my car over and throw up. I was sick to my stomach. Um, I couldn't find a job there. I was overqualified for every job I applied for. I was like, this country ass fucking place. Yeah, I don't need to be there. <laughs> and I just, I just call her. Here's the coolest part. Valentine's Day, I call her. I'm like, yo, this shit not gonna work. I'm sorry. You didn't even check on me this morning anyway to say happy Valentine's Day. Everything good. Where you there? Papa's for the Papa weekend. Was- I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm out. This is not gonna work. Bam. And wow. I, I felt good after. I felt like a weight lifted off of me after that. And she ended up yeah, getting married yeah. after that. And that marriage failed. And yeah. Yikes. Yikes, yep. yikes, yikes, yikes. So you're talking about me. That story was good. I told you make it a good one and you did. So I appreciate you for making it a good one. Oh, and God lost better lost the engagement ring. That was another sign. Oh, have like, mercy. Yes. I was like, not, yes. <laughs> not too excited about that. I but, was like, shit. Yes, that's a sign. I gotta go. Listen, but that <laughs> those those both of those stories, like, wow. Okay, wow. But as I said, I wouldn't be me, if I did not give you any advice on any situation. So clearly we went through some serious red flags at this point to now be able to tell you and give you some advice. So the only advice that I have as far as takeaway from this is forgive yourself for staying too long when you should have left. Forgive yourself for staying too long when you should have left when you saw the red flags, okay? That is a advice that I got to take for myself. 
that is advice that I, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest here. That is something that I got to take for myself. So like I said, if you don't take anything else away from this and our stories, definitely forgive yourself for staying too long when you should have left. Um, so I just want to thank you, Chris, again for coming on here. This is just the first of many episodes that you will be on. Just <laughs> giving that disclaimer. And like I said, if you guys want a part two on the red flags, please let me know. I have no problems dropping that in the lineup. Uh, so definitely tell me if you guys want a part two on the red flags. But again, as I always say, be single and own it. And guys, go be great. 